Frank, they've done it. They've made me want to buy another drone. A drone? Are we talking about drones today, James? I'm so excited. I, well, I don't even care who it is. I'm, I'm just excited we're talking about drones. <laughs> I saw a video come up on YouTube, like one does, in the early afternoon, and this video wanted me to immediately spend $250 on the cutest, mm. most amazing drone in the world from a company that no one would expect, Snapchat. Oh, we're talking about Snapchat, not DJI, some cool make-it-yourself drone, build it up from pieces. We're talking about Snapchat, aren't they? The uh, What do they do? Photo sharing? Is that what they do? Well, <laughs> Snap Inc., creators of Snapchat, would tell you that Snap Inc. is a camera company, and they do camera-type things, like put them on oh. glasses and put them inside of a drone. Revolutionary, Frank. <laughs> revolutionary so much that gopro has been doing it forever dgi released a new fpv camera drone yeah, yeah. yeah. they're well, everywhere well, it's well, the future james we're all being spied upon well did you see that there's a new hero a gopro hero that is made for drones so it has everything removed like there's no oh. screen there's no battery there's no anything it's like super duper light so you can mount it on top of a drone that's funny because those are exactly the cameras we've been putting on drones. It was like really the same lens, the same sensor and everything. It was just stripped of the GoPro brand and packaging yeah. and all that. And that was those have been the cameras we've been using. But it's funny that GoPro wants in on that game. But we're not here to talk about high-end stuff. We're here to talk about a weird tech company making a very weird product. They made a drone, James. It looks kind of like... Okay, drones fall into so many classes. You got the good ones used in like Hollywood and sending packages to Amazon employees, that, those kind of drones. Mm -hmm. Then you have the consumer grade ones, which you're supposed to get licensed for, but no one does. Whatever, they're fine, they're great. We both enjoy flying them. Mm -hmm. And then you have the sub 250 gram drones. Yes. This is the fun category because you don't need a license. Anything goes. <laughs> you can do anything you want. But James, I was reading the tech specs on this thing. It is 101 grams. This is the, this is like, is this a toy? Is this a drone? I don't even know what it is, but you're telling, they say it's not a toy. Yeah. So this is a super interesting product for so many reasons. And yeah, and that's including the battery. So if you were to look at my um, DJI Mavic Mini, uh, the, the first one, uh, and, I, and I love it. I, I think it's delightful. It's right under that 250 gram limit. It's like 249. Uh, with the battery. In fact, if you put the cages on, it's <laughs> over 250. So uh -oh. you have to fly without cages. So <laughs> no, I love it. Heather got it for me for Christmas. I did crash it, if you remember, and I had to get another one. But um, it was great. You know, the, the replacement program helped out. I you know, spent 50 bucks and they're like, you know, here's a new one. But here's the here's what I love about drones. And here's what I hate about drones. And here's where I think that this product is very unique. And then we'll go into detail. So I'm just gonna talk about the state of drone of Hey, I'm a new person. I just I just bought a yeah. drone. Yeah. Here's the thing. Drones are <laughs> <What's> the thing? <laughs> it depends what you want to do with it. I think when you and I went out, we're exploring drones, you had all your cool drones that you built. The fun of it for me was not necessarily the photo taking part of it. That was fun, but the mm -hmm. fun part of it was kind of harking back to my RC car days. But I'm yeah. doing it in the air. You know what in I the mean? Air, dude. <laughs> Yeah, you're not so, gonna you're not gonna run over any dogs. You're not gonna hit people's legs. It's not gonna go off the curb and break. Mm -hmm. You know, the air yeah. is safe, dude. Yeah. So to me, that was what was really neat about it. And now, of course, the bonus aspect is if I'm out doing something really cool, 
I can get sweet shots that I could never see, do crazy spins, and it can object track and do a bunch of stuff. But the thing with, you know, you can you can talk about your experience, but the thing with drones for me is it is a ceremony. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> with with rules, I with sheets. You, do you have a checklist, James? Do you have a flight checklist? You do. I have a. I have the one which is to make sure all my batteries are charged. Make sure that I've at home before I've left. Made sure all my battery firmware is up to date. My controller firmware is up to date. My drone firmware is up to date. And then I might as well at that point shove a battery in there and and make sure the sensors are all aligned and <laughs> make sure oh my my cell phone is charged and oh yeah. make sure that the cables are in there correct and oh make sure that the DJI software is up to date yeah. and oh let the me also make, charger yeah, yeah exactly and then also let me make sure that um i don't know that uh that i'm in a zone where i can actually fly this thing because yeah. there's a bunch of no fly zones didn't you have a landing sheet too did you have one of those oh, grab a landing sheet while you're at it just honestly just slap all the boxes on my back all the time. But once you get out there, that 20 minutes of in the air is just pure joy. And you shove another battery pack in there. Hopefully no one chucks a rock at it and you're totally good to go. So the music joy, yeah. that's not what this is at all. This is you no. have. Let, let me just all those things that I just said. This device, the Pixie P-I-X-Y, its goal is to. Not do any of those things. I told you it's not a racing drone. It's not a, I don't even know how you control the thing. I think maybe from your phone, but like this thing is all about getting rid of all of those things that I just said. Yeah. Right. So good, good stopping point. Cause now I'm going to go all the way back to my experience. <laughs> so you complain about all that stuff. Imagine building your own. You have a whole nother checklist to make sure you don't kill yourself. Don't kill anyone else. Don't kill any dogs. Don't land in a tree, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So it's even worse. And getting into this pixie, all of that was great. I really, what I wanted was I wanted to get above the clouds look around a little bit, see what I see and come back down. I don't do photography either. I find it's way too much work to just do a quick uh, photography shot or anything mm -hmm. like that. Not only that, but um, because I was using my own drones, I remember I was, I was so proud. I was showing my family a drone I had built one time. And they're like, great, Frank, pop it up, spin it around and take a picture of us. <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. Remember, this is my own control system. <laughs> this is my own hardware build and everything. This thing was obnoxious powerful i had built a racing drone it was not designed for taking still photography of family groups there were trees around i was i was freaking out i'm like sweating i got this one photo of me just sweating while trying to control this drone so <laughs> i think that was a lot of people's experiences especially when they first started coming out and it's really fun to see this whole new product category where like okay, that was a fun experimental stage. Now that we know what we actually want here, um, you probably just want a camera platform to take some beautiful shots of your vacation, of your family and group photos, because then, you know, you don't have to have a designated photographer. It's, it's great for all that kind of stuff. Chase cam for making your cool YouTube channel. We have now we've We've been playing around with all the obnoxious, terrible drones. So now we have an idea of what we actually want out of these things. And I see Pixie as just the latest in kind of that new class of drones. But yeah, super cool. So yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. So let's describe this thing. This thing is a drone 
that is a little bit bigger than the palm of your hand, maybe two palms of your hand together. It is a perfect square from the looks of it, and it is in a bright yellow, which is absolutely <laughs> delicious because Snap is all about yellow and yellow icons, and it's my favorite color. So immediately I'm drawn to this thing, right? I'm drawn to I want this thing in my life because it is bright yellow, but it looks like a very cheap toy drone <laughs> from China because we looked at all these, well, right? They're super duper cheap. Yeah. But that's what it looks like. It has a... It has a and the reason I think it looks the cheap, the cheapest of cheap, is because of this dial that it has on the top of it, which uh, is like mind-boggling. It's like silver. You don't like it? Yeah. Uh, well, it's fine. It's a standard dial for a camera. You're mm-hmm. missing it. They they, uh, they did it, you know? I see. Okay, so things look cheap when they're made out of plastic. This has to be made out of plastic. You're not going to get to 101 grams with any other material right Correct. now. So, yeah. yeah. That's just, that has to be, it's better than, it could be styrofoam. Well, how would you feel about a styrofoam one? I mean, uh, nerf. You're in <laughs> nerf. Yeah. I mean, it's tempting, right? Uh, but it's nice because it's pill shaped. You can tell they did their best to make sure if it does hit a tree Hopefully it won't get caught in the tree. That's always the problem. Hitting a tree is fine. Drones can take it. They're tough. It's getting <laughs> caught in it and you having to climb up the tree to get the drone. That's the problem. Yeah. So it's got nice uh, curved, bev- uh, bezeled, beveled. I always get that word wrong. Uh, beveled edges and little protectors. My concern is it is the um, it is the very small propeller class, <laughs> yeah. uh, which means it is going to make that horrific, horrific bundlebee swarm sound. I think, you know, unless they did something, but I'm not seeing anything to prevent that sound from forming in here. So I think it's still going to sound like a hive of bees, but otherwise I, I, I like it. I dig it. And that the camera dial is totally ugly, but whatevs. Yeah, it's super cute. So the whole concept is, is you put it in the palm of your hand, there's a camera facing out at you and a f- camera facing down uh, from my understanding. And you can flip this dial and it goes into different modes. So you can view, you know, what's happening on your camera, on your phone, your actual phone. But what you can do is you can set how far away would you like it to go? And then you can put it into like a follow mode. You can put it into a circle around me mode. You can put a go above me, go behind me mode. These are standard things that are in my DJI. And these are actually some of my favorite features of my DJI um, drone because it makes the thing that you said earlier with your family, a breeze, which is I would like to take a really cool video or a really cool photo right now. It enables you to do that immediately. So you put it in that mode and you pick what you want, pick out your length, and then you put it in the palm of your hand and it just takes off and it does the thing. Yeah. And that, it, well, it, it's so different um, because the drones we've dealt with are our sea cars. You, mm-hmm. you fly them. You are in control. Uh, there is software to make sure you don't hit things or fall onto the ground or shoot up into space. But aside from that, you're in control. And this is totally different. This is autonomous as far as we can tell, or at least the majority of the modes are autonomous, where you're just going to let it take off and hope the engineers at Snap are amazing engineers. As far as we can tell, it's using that camera a lot. I mean, how else are you going to center a photo unless you have to do that? Uh, from the app itself i'm hoping it'll do a lot of that auto centering itself with a magic camera snap is uh, do you run um there's a snap camera software you can get do mm. you, do, on your computer do you run that 
I do not, but I know many people that do. It sort of enables you to do like AR, VR stuff with backgrounds, you know, without the green screen even, right? Yeah, it lets you run all their filters, but on your webcam. And I downloaded it just to learn. I was curious, like, how it worked and all that kind of stuff. And then I left it on because there are some silly modes that I like to play with. So I totally trust. And the reason I brought that up is they do a lot with machine learning. Hmm. So I'm really curious to see how much machine learning they've done or if this is still a manual device. But I really like that change in perspective of I'm taking the drone for a flight versus I'm releasing the drone to take a picture of me and hopefully it'll come back. Yeah. So from my understanding, what it does is when you launch it, you have the camera face you so it knows who you are. So it's putting a bounding box around you basically of who it is. And then it goes into the mode and does the thing and it tracks you the entire time. Now you can also have it follow it. you, which is cool. And it can follow you. And then what's fascinating too, is then you can put out your hand and it'll come back to your hand and land in your hand. So it takes wait, off from wait. your hand and lands in your hand, Frank. That's awesome. The last time I tried to land a drone in my hand, I actually got a cool gash right, right in my palm. <laughs> I was, yeah, that, it, it was totally my fault. I second guessed everything at the last minute. Don't do that. You got to have, you got to be brave. You got to be confident. Got to let that drone land. But I'm hoping the software is a lot better. And the whole thing is pill shaped. So like, honestly, if it, if it missed your palm, who cares? But I love that. That's how drones should work. You. I, I always recommended to people to go buy um, the cheap $20 drones on Amazon before they buy mm -hmm. a real one to go practice with. Because if you can learn how to fly one of those little cheap $20 ones, you are good to go. You can handle the big stuff. Because honestly, those things are a lot harder to control. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, but, the, but the one best feature of those things is you can literally take one in your hand, throw it, <laughs> and then like turn on the motors and it can catch itself in the air. Um, so we had kind of perfected launches. Uh, of course, it could take off by the palm of your hand, but uh, we don't have autonomy on those little ones. So I love the idea of using your actual palm, using actual image recognition, actually locating your palm and landing there. The DJIs have done this for a while. They've had a downward facing something camera, mm -hmm. something. And it would they called it like targeting. And so they would try to land at exactly the same spot they took off from. I don't know what your experience with that is. It still seemed to miss a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you agree? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping, I, I like how they restrain this to palms because that is actually a pretty easy neural network to train people's palms tend to roughly look the same and so that's i i have confidence that this will work look at me i'm so excited i just believe it's going to work so when i saw this thing and i saw the video the verge the wall street journal put out a thing and of course they like launched the website and i immediately am like i need to have this in my life because here's what i'm immediately thinking which is how many times in my life have I, since I've owned my drone, okay, since I've owned my drone, which is about like three years now, and I haven't used it as much as I thought I was going to use it, but how many times have Heather and I been just um, on the road or going on a vacation and I go to myself, oh, I wish I had the drone right now. Oh, every, I, I did an epic 6,500 mile road trip uh, in the fall. And all my photos are me standing next to my car. I was showing my family photos and they're like, huh, do you have any without your car? And I was like, <laughs> no, I didn't get the drone out. It's a lot of work. You got to undo all the boxes and the cables. So I had all these excuses. Yeah. So I've been looking for a small drone to replace my, a drone I honestly love, but I just don't use it because it's so much effort. 
And yeah. I, I'm, I'm totally with you. I'm digging this. So this thing is all about, you, it has a shoulder strap thing. You can just like sh- chuck it in there, right? It's got tiny little replaceable batteries. You can USB recharge it. You know, it's, it's time you could just put this and you put it in your purse, right? You can put it in a backpack. You can put it anywhere. Um, it's not water resistant from yeah. what I can see, obviously. Um, but I think that this is like the absolute 100% perfect travel on the road drone. Now, just because it's a snap in Snapchat. Um, drone does not mean that your content is locked for Snapchat, nor is it portrait. It is, it is a landscape normal, <laughs> you know, it's, it's creating photos that the, are 400 by three, 4,000 by 3,000. <laughs> it actually has the option for portrait because it's such a modern world, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> yeah, of course it has uh built-in 16 gig storage, but it'll wirelessly transfer all the photos and videos to your phone to Snapchat, but you can export them to your photos app and do whatever you want. Uh, but of course you could, that there, of course, idea is like, you can take these things and put them on Snapchat immediately, yeah. which is of course very smart. Now, the one biggest downside of these small drones are, are the batteries. Batteries just weigh a lot. It's the nemesis of flight. And it's funny how they rate this one. Uh, Cause I was asking you how, how long can you keep it in the air? That's the usual question you ask with a drone. How long mm-hmm. does it stay up? four crashes and you told me a weird number you said five to eight flights yeah like what what does that mean (laughs) uh it's it's hard to say but um i guess a flight is however much time it takes to go from your palm get in a good studio position take a picture and land back in your palm and i guess you can do that five to eight times depending on wind and how how slow you are to get into formation uh i'm curious to see how that plays out in real life like five to eight as a gut level feels like a small number, but truth be truth, like, eh, you know, if I do two or three good photos a day, that's, that's actually a lot of use out of it. If it's just sitting in my backpack, the one huge redeeming benefit, especially, I mean, some of your modern small drones have this, but especially it's important with this class is it's USB-C charging. Mm -hmm. So chances are you already have an extra little battery in your backpack or your purse or whatever you're carrying. And so hopefully you could just charge off of that. They're saying an 80% charge in 20 minutes. So that's not bad. Go get a coffee, have a lunch. Something yeah. Like that. And I think what's cool here is that there, there is this flight pack, which is only $20 more. It just comes with a dual a charger. And, and what they're saying is, yeah, you 20 minutes, like you said, you can get 80% of charge, which I guess would be four to seven flights. <laughs> I, can, uh, <laughs> I know, it's, so, it's so silly. <laughs> whatever that what means. a world we live in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, may, it it does make sense. It's like based on mode, blah, blah. It's cool. It's, it's shooting 2.7 K video, 30 frames per second, which is, I think what my drone does. I'm, now, of course the sensors, the stuff that's in there is going to be very different, but, uh, well, you know, it might not be that different. <laughs> it, it, it's going to be different in that it's probably going to guarantee somewhat good framing. Mm-hmm. I've noticed this with Lumo. Lumo is my little segue with a robot computer at the top. And it has a wonder, it has like all those drone modes, follow you, uh, take pictures of me, orbit around me, all that kind of stuff. And although it has an absolutely atrocious camera on it, it's the worst camera I've ever seen, it tends to take great photos because it does that auto automatic you know put my face in this location if it sees a glare it'll like reorient itself so so there's no glare so again i I, i'm being an optimist here i'm thinking it's going to take some decent photos yeah i i think so too or at least enough that if you're looking at them on your phone it's going to be good enough you know in 20 
2024 until our phones and our well the thing is your phones can't get that big so the it can get crazy high resolution but just not that big you know and to that point right i was looking at a lot of cameras and i was looking at photos and i was doing comparisons of different just cameras like dslrs and video footage from them and people are doing a lot of comparison of 1080p versus 4k footage and i'll tell you this much on my phone i could not tell any difference it's right. very minimal but when i put it up on my big screen tv and it is you think like you can tell the difference in quality but that's not where i'm going to be looking at this pixie footage right like this pixie footage and my photos i look at them on my camera uh for the or my phone i mean most of the time so I think the stuff that's going to come out of it is going to be perfect, obviously, for Snap, but also for viewing and sharing on Instagram and and, and sending it via iMessage, right? That mm-hmm. type of stuff is going to be pretty great, I think. I'm just hoping it has, like, extreme zoom in. I want it, like, right in my face. <laughs> uh, okay. Because who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let, let's talk about everything is bad with this thing. <laughs> because, okay, here's my concerns, all right? Because... <laughs> You know, I, okay. So we were out, we, you know, we, you and I were out and flying our drones. Yes. And our, you know, your drones are hefty. My drone is, it's, you know, it's twice the size plus of this drone. And it's got a big body. It's got real propellers. But very light. I'd say those two fifties yes. are a beautiful sweet spot. If you yeah. haven't flown a drone before a, go buy the $20 one first, get good at it. And then yeah. go buy a two fifty gram. Yeah. Good size. Well, and I know I've bought the $20 ones and both the $20 ones and the, you know, 250 gram ones, uh, that I have the, the, the DJI, the mini, uh, you know, if that wind picks up, Frank, um, <laughs> those, th- like I honestly, in my backyard, I had the mini tiny drone outside. I was just having fun. Like in the pandemic, I was like, wee, and then a, a wind gust, just a small little breeze came up and the drone went, Woo! And like into my neighbor's <laughs> backyard, you know oh, what I mean. No. Oh, and uh, I was like, "Hey, can you?" He happened to be outside. I was like, hey, can you grab that for me? Sorry about that. Yeah. And then I felt like an idiot. But I've I've had this. I'm my fear, right? I've never really had it happen. But my fear is I've seen videos where the wind picks up and your drone starts flying away from you, oh, right? And yeah. You gotta have confidence in your drone, but I don't. Um, but it just lands somewhere. This thing, Frank, weighs zero ounces, pretty yeah. much, and has these <laughs> tiny little propellers. My biggest fear is like a one mile per hour wind comes and just blows this thing away, and I've, it's completely unusable in most scenarios. You know, it's not a bad fear. I, I really can't come up with a counter argument. Uh, this is physics. It's light. Those propellers are small. Unless it has like super magic propellers that break the sound barrier and can still keep chopping wind. Yeah, there's just physical limitations here. I'm reminded one of my big ones is, did I bring this one out? It's a hex. It's got six sets of propellers, carbon fiber, nine to 10 inch blades each. Mm-hmm. When you turn it on, it sounds like a lawnmower. It's going to murder you. It's it's fantastic, though. But I remember trying to tune that one. And by tune it, I mean you want it to hold position by itself. You don't want to be doing those micro adjustments and things like that. Yeah. And <laughs> so this is a big, heavy copter. We, we've measured it. It can lift about like 14, 15 pounds. It's strong. It's strong, James. The littlest gust of wind happened. The control system overcompensated. 
and I swear it was going to murder a whole population of people. <laughs> it just took a sideways path. It corrected itself, but after about 10 feet, 10 feet of it would have murdered whatever was in that path of 10 feet. And so it's funny that like, yes, okay, the little ones are scary um, because they can go flying away, but at least it's like a haha moment unless it like bonks a kid in the head or something like that. But it, it, it's, it's plastic. It's very light plastic. This thing could hit you at full speed in a gust and you'd be like, ouch, that tingled. Mm. So I'm not too worried from that in terms of injuring people. Certainly it could get lost in a tree in a gust. It could go over someone's fence. It could land on a roof. It could do all those things. But James, at least it's not going to murder anyone when the gust blows. <laughs> that is that is 100 percent true. Uh, you know, and, and The Verge and I know Wall Street Journal, like they did videos on these. And they said, like, you can just run it into anything. Like, they're like, oh, I yeah. forgot. You know, like, we forgot to set the distance and it like ran into the wall and like bopped around and it was like completely fine, which I think is absolutely hilarious and amazing. Uh, so that 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 is good. My Yeah. So I think that you'd have to just be cognizant of could it fly away into a place where you can't get it? Like, oh, now it's in the ocean, <laughs> you know, and it's, <laughs> and it's gone. So maybe that's the thing that maybe would well, change a little bit in my mind. Yeah, the safety warning does say the user is committed to being responsible for his or her actions and all consequences arising Ooh. therefrom. That's any you drink, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But just a reminder. Well, <laughs> they're, they're not going to be legally liable. Here's the other thing that I, I feel is is fascinating about this specific drone, because, you know, I haven't really seen a drone like this before. That's why I want to talk about it today and the implications that it has. Because there's already a whole, you know, when you go to national parks, you go to state parks, you go to local parks, there's these huge signs that are like, drones are banned here. No yeah. drones allowed. How Federal dare you parks. have a drone? They're all about, they hate it. What, what What's with the feds and their anti-drone? I get it. One, one guy said to me, he's like, uh, it disturbs the peace. And I was in a parking lot where someone was blasting the stereo in their car. And I'm like... But that's allowed. I can't fly my stupid little drone, but that guy can blast his stereo. Yeah. So honestly, I think that's a lot of old generation being a little uptight. And I predict a lot of that's going to be slowly moving away. Now, before anyone yells at me, yes, I do like the sanctity of a quiet woods and all that stuff, too. Mm -hmm. But there are plenty of those. We're talking about like monuments and junk. <laughs> yeah. You just want to get some pictures of. <laughs> give me like a give me like a drone zone. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, launch I mean, here, you maintain know, 300 feet above the here. Yeah. And what I would say is this, you know, I would go even further. Imagine if I was in national parks or state parks and I had to had a, you know, if you're under 250 you know, grams, like you ounces, grams, whatever it is, you don't grams, grams. you don't need a, to reg, you know, register your drone or get a license. I would say this, listen, state parks, government, if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, I would be fine going through a course and a training thing to get like a little badge. And then, in fact, Ooh. you could charge me to fly my drone. If I, you want $5 to park, I'll give yeah. you $5 to fly my drone. I'll go into a drone zone where I'm not allowed to go beyond different things. But like, mm -hmm. let me go into my, dr my drone zone and yeah. I'll pay you for that because I want some cool footage. And then you can like, you know, custom tailor this zone to be where people aren't going to fly over people. And it's already the law. And then this is where thing, the next real point comes up is it's already the law that you, I cannot take my drone and just fly it over Frank without Frank's permission. No. I'm not allowed to do that. Right. And, the, and like the pixie here, there's what are my obligations? And the pixie says you must follow local state federal laws, where you <laughs> can fly them, who you can fly them over, 
where it can be flown. Um, which means that this drone, even though it's absolutely tiny, would fall into <laughs> the same exact laws of my normal drone that can go thousands of feet into the air. Doesn't make any sense, but fascinating law. The laws around drones are crazy because let's say you're too close to uh airport, right? Airports have crazy yeah. zones, and that makes a lot of sense, right? But like this thing's going like 50 feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. Just saying, well, you put a balloon in the air. Cities have them too, but for other reasons, it's easy yeah. to lose signal. You can crash into a building very easily. So mm-hmm. just too many obstacles. So I get it over cities. I do. Yeah. Um, I vaguely get it over airports. I guess it's not good to have drones whacking into planes, even though Correct. the plane would probably be fine. <laughs> Spins up the drone. Don't test me. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah but barring those i i don't think the pilots should have control of the air why i mean there's it's it's a little elitist only people who are pilots get to enjoy the atmosphere no everyone should be able to enjoy the atmosphere so let me fly my drone uh i think my only concern is again those tiny little propellers they are going to make a bit of a wee. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. Are, are you going to buy one first or should I get one first? We'll find out how much of a, how much of a high pitched cry it makes. Well, I, Frank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a screen that says, thank you for your order. Well, I, we have our answer folks. James is on it. James is on it. Like a new piece of Nintendo hardware. <laughs> it says my order will be delivered in September. Oh, is it that long? We're, we're doing a show about a project no one can even get. <laughs> it says 16 to 17 weeks. Oh, Lord. Now I'm going to have to do mine, huh? Yeah, you might as well. Might as well throw it in the bag. I haven't, it's been actually a very long time since I bought a drone. I hadn't been using mine, just like you. So the only reason I'm enticed here is because I think this could actually get me back into a little bit of droning. Yeah. I would love to get a few. I know you're not supposed to fly it over water, but this is Seattle. It's going over water. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It's going to get some amazing shots. And if it falls in the water, a little pro tip to everyone, most electronics can survive a little water. Don't take my word for it. Don't base your life on that answer. <laughs> but a stupid little drone like this, it, it'll be fine. Just, yeah. you know, turn it off and try it off. <laughs> Throw it in some rice, so, right? I don't even know if you have to do It depends on the motors. If these yeah. are DC motors, chances are, nah, nah, it could probably fly wet. It's really just their warranty telling yeah. you not to do that. Uh, if it's more sophisticated, then there can be more problems when they get wet. I think but. I think the reason why we both need to buy it is because I'm pretty sure that I need to buy it just to like, you know, use it normal usage. You need to buy it because you need to open it. Yeah. I and do. see what's inside of it. They actually had a few pictures of the circuit board. I was already kind of staring at it, trying to see what software they run, because there are a lot of good open source softwares now. Ardu Pilot. Have you heard of that one? Mm-mm. Uh, it's based out, they call it Arduino Pilot, it used to be called, but now it's Arduino Pilot. Mm. And that one is used in the DIY community. I mean, even when you're making robots, people will use this just because it's uh, it's a pre-built flight controller, pre-built way planner, all that kind of stuff. So I'm really curious if um, Snap and Pixie drew from that or if they just started from scratch. It's yeah. not rocket science. It's it's aeronautics <laughs> so you totally can start from scratch but um I, it would be smarter to uh, adopt an open source project so i would be curious to see that element of it yeah that makes sense well i've locked it in i'm super excited about it and um we'll see what happens yeah i'm 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 about it you know, we'll give an update in i guess six to 16 oh, to God. 17 weeks <laughs> but uh I, i'm excited about it i think that this will be really cool 
you know, it's a business expense anyway. So just yeah, write it off. Harder. It's a business expense. Oh, boy. yeah. I do in a product yeah. review for the podcast. Oh, excellent. Yeah, uh, that is exactly what I will tell my CPA. I'm yeah. going to write those words down. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. Exactly. Uh, well, let us know what you think of the Pixie. Uh, feel free to head over to MergeConflict.fm or tweet at us at MergeConflict.fm. Hit us up in our Discord or either of us on Twitter as well. Um, if you really want to see Frank bust it open and take a look at what's inside the Pixie, I'm sure someone Boy. will do it. Like I fix it, will do it. But I you know, better. yeah. But you can get in and you can solder stuff, and then you could like really. <laughs> You put it, I don't know, something. Anyways, Probably never like, get it back together. <laughs> that's true, yeah. It, I don't I don't see any screws, so I don't know exactly what they're doing. Magic, yeah. plastic magic. I, I so. see screw holes. Oh, okay, good, good. And then you're good to go, yeah. It's pro- and it's probably like a key wing or tri-tip or something. So you probably, it's Nothing easy. a hammer can't fix. Exactly. <laughs> or unfix. <laughs> oh, bad. Uh, what would be cool is if it was see-through. Now, that would be really cool. I mean, I yeah. love that. that would be cool. Then you can put LEDs in it. It's Maybe they can't waste the power on LEDs. <laughs> Here's the thing, gadget makers. Everything is better transparent. We grew up in the 90s. We prefer transparent. Oh, yeah. Remember the Nintendo 64s that were see-through? Amazing. Remember all the alarm clocks? Everything was Ugh. see-through back then. Everything's better when you can see through it and you can see all the stuff. Everybody do that. Like It's every, it's just so much better. All of it. Mm-hmm. it. There's transparent, translucent plastic for a reason. It can't. Maybe it does cost more, but, you know. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. Plas- plastic is naturally translucent. We have to dye it to give what? it color. It's That's cheaper. Ridiculous. I know. The world's against us. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's Merge Conflict and our drone special edition report 2022. Let us know what you think. Head to mergeconflict.fm. But that's going to do it. So until next time, I'm James Bonham Magno. And I'm Frank Krueger. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.